Well, here we're excited to have Daniel Stewart here with us uh, for Talent Talks. Daniel is the president of Stewart Leadership, and we got a really cool topic today. I'm excited about it because it's psychological safety and the importance of it working in remote teams. And Daniel is someone that's got a lot of experience, and we're looking forward to kind of hearing his input on that topic. So, Daniel, thanks for joining us today. Absolutely, Ben. My pleasure. So let's dive into it right there. What is psychological safety and, and related to the remote workforce? Yeah, absolutely. This is a critically important topic. You know, it's interesting. We spend three fourths of our time at work interacting and collaborating with others. And that was even before the remote situation. Now that has even increased further. And our brain is continually scanning to make sure, are we feeling safe? as we're interacting with others. We wanna be able to talk about ways that leaders can help create a safe environment, especially as we're all working out of our home offices or wherever, because that ability to effectively communicate and feel safety dramatically improves our ability to be productive in our jobs. No, absolutely. You know, what, do you have the safe job environment that you're looking to create what are some of the negative impacts if you don't put some emphasis on this? Oh, yeah. Great question. And, and we see this all too often, unfortunately. You start to see people withdraw. And then you start to see engagement decrease. And when you start to see that cycle, then you start to see that overall productivity decreases as well. And people start looking elsewhere. They don't feel valued. We want to keep in mind that the number one reason that people all come to work is to make a difference. And when I feel safe, then I can exert more effort to make that difference. And that's what we want to keep in mind for any leaders in any team. Oh, absolutely. So when, when you say safe, what, what are the best practices, things leaders should be looking at to create the safe environment? Maybe dig into what that, that really is a little bit more for the listener. Absolutely. And so what's cool is I'll start out with some research. Uh, several years ago, Google actually looked at all of their teams, about 1,500 teams, to figure out what really made a high-performing team different than a low-performing team because they knew it is all about the collaboration. And as they looked at skills and personalities and diversity and background, None of those were the key differentiators between what made a high-performing team really good and a low-performing team really poor. There was this mysterious other element, and what they discovered was they relied on some work by Amy Edmondson out of Harvard, and she had this concept called psychological safety. And psychological safety is all about the ability to make mistakes voice one's opinion, be able to represent your unique perspective and have it be valued by others. And that actually was the key defining element between a high performing team and a low performing team. And so this psychological safety concept 
is really all about the ability to create an environment where people are able to voice their ideas and their questions and have it be received in a positive way. Wow, very, very interesting on that research, especially when you're looking at all the dynamics that you normally are considering performance to come from. And if they were all just neutral, and this was the one that actually made the positive gain, what a, what a priority people should be focusing on. And let's talk remote works, workforce. What are the best practices? What should leaders be focusing on to create the environment that psychological safety would be at its optimal level? Yeah, I, we kind of call them the, the seven Bs. There are seven different standards that leaders want to uphold to be able to create a really safe environment. The first one is to be visible. It's so easy, unfortunately, to forget people when you can't physically see them and when you're not in the same workspace. So you wanna be visible, you wanna have your camera on, you wanna see the camera of other people, you wanna check in. The second is to be accessible, to be able to then be available for questions so you're just not off on your own and people don't hear from you. The third is to be clear, all around setting clear priorities and especially roles to understand what you can expect from me and what I can expect from you. The fourth is all about being personable. And this one I love because we've all been on so many Zoom and Microsoft team calls and so forth. And, you know, we see the inside of people's homes. We see their kids coming down and in and out of bathrooms or stuff and getting things in the room. Let's be personable. Let's, let's talk about and open up more than just on the work front. And then fifth, we want to be outcome focused, not just focusing on how to get something done. Let the person decide more of that on their own. You want to be able to be more outcome focused so that they can be clear what they need to achieve and let them determine how. And the last two are really about being flexible. You want to set general guidelines, but be flexible, especially around work boundaries. And then the last one is to be positive. That positivity contributes tremendously to be able to then create that environment. So those are kind of the seven Bs that we often guide remote leaders to have. No, that's, that's really good. I, you know, it kind of it spawns a question in my head because I think there's a lot of businesses right now that are not at you know, perfect revenue, not at the growth trajectory that they had. So they're gonna overanalyze um, why they're there, why they're not there, what variables can they control. Ideally, you want to create the environment you're talking about, um, but how do, you, how do you make sure that stuff's happening, right? Is it a complete right. level of trust? Is it, there's areas for improvements, we need to dig into the how a little bit more and make sure that's happening. Maybe, maybe speak to that a little bit. Yeah, sure. It reminds me of some uh, great research out of Harvard, actually, that showed high-performing teams actually make more mistakes. And when I read that, I'm like, what? And what actually is happening is high-performing teams are willing to report more mistakes than low-performing teams. And so as you talk about what teams need to be doing today and how to measure up how are we really doing, when the team is willing to be open about mistakes, 
open about new ideas that might not be fully baked, open up about things that could be improved, that is evidence that there is psychological safety. And in fact, it's not just evidence, but it's also what leaders can do more of. They can encourage the open dialogue around what we can improve upon, what mistakes we are making without punishing, without making fun of, without calling people out. Because as you've been pointing out, we're in such uncertain and uncharted times, but this is also an opportunity for us to be innovative and creative and to shift and adjust. And we wanna be able to help people and encourage them to suggest new ideas without punishing them because then they're not gonna be able to contribute in helpful ways. I think one of the biggest things to keep in mind is to view people as people and not as objects. And that sounds a little weird to think about or to say, but if we just look at others as tools to get the job done, resources to get the job done, just people to just do it, uh-uh. We wanna look at others as human beings, as people who have passions and personalities and skills and challenges, and talk to and work with others as people. That then elevates a level of trust and psychological safety. So regardless of where we're working, we're able to still collaborate and produce great things. Well, hey, Daniel, we appreciate your time. Great topic, great, great feedback here. I think a lot of people appreciate uh, refocusing on some of these things as they're moving through this new process. Have a great My rest pleasure, of your day. Ben. Absolutely. Take care.